I'm Carol Coletta, and this is Night Cities. How do you create a sense of community in a brand new development? It's a question Sandra Cully has been wrestling with for years. She's president of Cully Marketing, and we had a chance to catch up recently in Todos Santos, Mexico, the site of one of her newest projects, Tres Santos. It's a project that could have been a typical resort in the Pacific, but the developer chose instead to forego gates and golf courses to reach for an authentic connection to the people in this small Mexican town. Sandra's current work includes Great Park Neighborhood in Irvine, California, and the Pine Hills in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Sandra and I talked on the roof of a small hotel in the center of Todos Santos. Sandra, you've worked with many developers over the years to create a sense of community in new developments from a project's beginning. What's the key to that? Involving the community in which you're going to be developing from the very beginning. It's amazing what they can tell you in terms of what's missing that you might be able to bring to new community. And one of the things that's very hard in new community is to have that layered sense of belonging that doesn't come when something's brand new. So if you tap into the resources of the people who live in the community already, they can bring some of that to bear on your community, and you can create something that they will enjoy as well. But you must run in immediately with a new development to people who don't want change, right? They push back on change. How do you deal with that as you try to involve the community? There are some people for whom resistance and naysaying just is their joy in life. So we don't spend a lot of time working with that particular group. But we always feel like when we dig deeper with the people who resist a new development, we begin to understand that they don't, it's not that they don't want change, they don't want to be changed. And if they can feel that what you're bringing is not going to change their life, but maybe in some ways enhance it because of including them in the conversation about development, uh, most of the people will uh, become either neutral or supporters of what you're trying to do. When you think about creating community, do you have a toolkit? Do you have a set of elements that you think about using to create community? Yes, there are uh, some are very local. So first thing off is getting to know your the neighborhood in which you're developing. Um, but there are, are certain truths that apply everywhere, whether you're in uh, Stockholm, Sweden, or Auckland, New Zealand, or San Jose, California. And my favorite set of principles comes from a guy named Nick Marks who is an economist uh, hired by the government in England to look at measuring happiness. And he has five ways to well-being that all communities should have in them. And generally, we start off with these five things when we're developing with our teams. Before the planning starts, before the architecture is planned, we look at these five things. Number one, be active. Number two, take notice. Number three, keep learning. Number four, give. And number five, connect. So if you put these five things into your communities, all of which are free, you will have a place that will provide happiness, well-being, and enrichment. It, it gives people something they're already looking for. It's just hard to be mindful of something as intangible 
as five principles that bring happiness when you're trying to figure out the pro forma and look at the land plan and how much dirt you're moving and where the car is parked to remember that's what essentially is deeply important to people is relatively intangible. Are, are the things you just mentioned the things that people are seeking in community today? Is, is that what they, I mean, do you think of these things as that's what people long for or are these values that people, you know, that are unexpressed or, or unrecognized? I think it's a little bit of both. I, I love that statement from IDEO where they say when people tell you they want an Adirondack chair, they really don't want an Adirondack chair. They want something else. And one time a, a friend of mine who's a wonderful developer said to me, I think that the greatest amenity we can put into a new community is the elimination of loneliness. And when you look at these five things, people won't say, I don't want to be lonely. But when you talk about um, taking notice, be curious, catch sight of the beautiful, remark on the unusual, no one will answer when they're asked a questionnaire of what do you want in your new place, any of those things. But what people fundamentally want in a kind of E.O. Wilson biological biophilia way is the primal things that make people feel safe and happy and with friends. And is that so enduring that that's what people wanted? That Those are the needs you had to satisfy 25 years ago, 30 years ago when you started in this business? Or are those things that have emerged over time? I guess the question I'm really asking you, Sandra, is what differences do you notice in what people want in community today versus, say, 25, 30 years ago? It's a, um, that's a great question. Um, some of the fundamentals have never changed since Adam and Eve. But I think what's changed a lot in the last 25 years is a much stronger look in the newer, younger generation for the intangibles of what makes community great. Why a lot of millennials want to live in the city they and live in a place that's not beautiful and doesn't have a backyard and doesn't can't park their car easily. They want things they want to be with their friends. They want to be able to walk to work. They want to have a quality of life that 25 years ago people seemed to be able to defer driving far away from where they worked uh, so they could have a plot of land and grass. So I think there's been a shift in emphasis that, that it's not new what people are wanting today, but the emphasis of what's important rises to the top of their priority list. I was in a community in Salt Lake City, and uh, the, the builder asked the people, what made you buy here? And they said, price, floor plan, and square footage. And f 10 minutes later, I said to them, what do you tell your friends about your new neighborhood? And they said, when we take a walk at sunset, we can see the incredible rose-colored mountains as we're outside with our dogs. I think that kind of nails the elements of how people tell you one thing and respond to another. And that's always been true for human beings. What's the most difficult thing to getting a new development right, to making it feel right, to deliver those qualities you just said people want? What, what gets in the way? Oh, there's so many things that get in the way of it. It's an extremely hard thing to keep the most important things at the forefront of your uh, brain while you're fighting for entitlements, while you're working with large teams of people who are we're sometimes caught in silos, where we're all so busy sending each other two-sentence emails, we never take the time to sit together as a group and talk 
and dream and think. So it feels like the world moves quickly. There are a lot of demands. More time equals higher costs. And there are things as simple as um, municipalities requiring that you need to put two and a half car spaces for parking when in fact you need a half car space. So you feel that the things you can control are maybe 40% of what's going to make you successful. So it's just a very tough business to be in, and I think it attracts dreamers who want to make the world better and hold to that goal despite the odds of how difficult it is to achieve new community that reflects a lot of these uh, intangibles and tangibles that people want. Are there? You hear a lot of talk today about authentic communities. I want authenticity. It, when you're building a new community, I mean, there you, I guess that's a hard quality to bake in at the beginning. But, but is there evidence that people seek that signifies yes, this place is authentic? There is evidence, anecdotal, and I'm sure quantitative as well. The interesting part of authenticity is what's authentic to you. So let me say, in a certain part of uh, Stockholm, we'll just pick there what would be important to people in a certain design area would be extremely great modern design. That would be authentically compelling to them. In If you were in Orange County, California, what would be authentically important would be unbelievably great schools. So how would you tell those two stories is what is reflective of authenticity to buyers. And it's a word we hate, <laughs> authenticity, because if you use it, you aren't. It's like describing happiness. The minute you talk about it, it's gone. But it's very interesting to get into the nuance of authenticity because you can check the box for a bike lane and a great school and a community area and great houses and, and miss it. If you don't understand at a DNA level what in this particular space for these particular prospects makes a place remarkably authentic. You, builders tend to look in the rearview mirror, and that doesn't allow you insights into authenticity. You're just repeating what you've done. So the really fun part of our business is looking for identifying those kinds of things that people step into the room and say, this is the one, this is the one. You have so much experience in new development. I'm curious how you would apply those principles to existing neighborhoods. I mean, one of the things I've always thought over the many years I've been involved in this work of um, city making and is the fact that once a subdivision is sold, you know, people move on, right? There's no one to resell that subdivision. There's no one to resell that neighborhood. So as a neighborhood ages, there's no one to brand it. There's no one, officially, there's no marketing money. There's, so how do you think about all these things you've learned from so many developments you've promoted successfully? If you had to take that and advise an existing community that wants to restore its value or increase its value, what, what is applicable? What's ironic about your question is almost all people want to live in an old neighborhood because it has so much authentic character. And what's really hard to do is create that in a new. So now you're asking me a question to flip that and think about it. Um, I think the things that we set up in new communities that have staying power 
Uh, sometimes we can have a transfer tax fee that we put on our houses that contribute to an HOA that does all the programming for an HOA, a, a homeowners, homeowners association. So money is gathered to allow us to hire a person who will implement those social gatherings that are so human, the Halloween party and uh, holiday event, uh, summer solstice. So we put into play a way to have money come in to make the neighborhood come to life. So in old neighborhoods, I just am struck by what Mayor Riley did in Charleston. He just seemed to understand that if you get people talking to each other and joining with each other, kind of like that Park Slope co-op, and working beside each other, perhaps even through gardens or bike paths or even um, home repair, where you look into the neighborhood and see the old people who need help with their homes. It's a form of allowing community connection by uh, doing it together. I read about something in Boston where they have an online uh, neighborhood website where you can, if, which is exactly what we do in new communities. It was applied to an old neighborhood in Boston. And a woman had what she thought was a dead possum in the bottom of her trash can. She put it online. Somebody said, I'm two blocks away, I'll come see. He ran over, and of course, it wasn't dead. It popped up and scared him to death. But this young guy helped this older woman. So it's just a matter of helping people communicate. And new communities allow us to put that in place when we start up. What advice would you give a mayor of a city that is aging uh, and, again, needs to bring new value, new attention, new promotion to his or her city. Is there something that you believe you could apply uniformly across neighborhoods that would create that value? I hope so. Um, we have a whole neighborhood council system in Los Angeles that has become, that can be difficult because certain neighborhood councils get hijacked by those people who are angry or I don't even know exactly what their purpose is, but they're, uh, they don't help us move forward together. The thing in L.A. that's been interesting in the last couple of years, and we have a new mayor who's been amazingly supportive of this in a huge city that's hard to get stuff done, there have been a lot of things that have come up from the community, and the specific example is Sikh Levia, who started four years ago by 12 people in East L.A. They got together, they figured out how they could close the streets one day a month and now it's ten times a year and it's been embraced by the entire city. I think our best ideas are just lying fallow there with our citizens and the question is how can you make a, a community bulletin board available to the mayor with ideas that he can then assign staff people to nurture. Often we give up in cities because it's so complicated to get through the process you just go okay I'm going to do a block party in my neighborhood. When in fact, if we could think more regionally, as opposed to little neighborhoodly, it, it, what's happened in LA with Ciclavia has been an example of joyous change through the efforts of a tiny group of people that the mayor heard, listened to, and now put some money behind. Sandra, thanks for being our guest on Night Cities. You're very welcome, Carol. Sandra Cully is president of Cully Marketing, based in Los Angeles. You can follow us on Twitter at hashtag NightCities and at Cicoletta. Find out first when new conversations are posted by signing up for our newsletter at nightfoundation.org forward slash features forward slash NightCities. You've been listening to Night Cities. I'm Carol Coletta.